The Dad University podcast helps fathers learn what they're not taught in school. We offer dads advice on parenting, relationships, and family life. We may not have all the answers, but we're certainly going to have fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is the Dad University podcast. Yeah. Can you believe it? I can hardly believe it, <laughs> except for the fact that I'm here. Should we redo that intro with a lot more excitement? Or no, <laughs> that was good. That was the right amount that, of that's, excitement. That was good. Yeah, okay. All right. yeah. I'll just pep up as I go, <laughs> uh, as the caffeine kicks in. Right. Episode 227. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is called How to Be a Dad to a Daughter. All right. So I, I'm not going to say that this only applies to having a daughter, but it kind of does mm-hmm. you know i mean there's some special nuances and stuff i i you know we had our son and about two years later is when we had our daughter mm-hmm. almost yeah and it was different i said it's kind of hard to explain mm-hmm. you know like what was what was different about the the process or when she was born um but i feel like this the connection that you have with a daughter is just a little bit different than you have with a son yeah i kind of see that i I know that from having female friends Mm -hmm. as well and male friends that there is a a special difference when they people the people that are connected to their dad a special way yeah um definitely have a different yeah and and i go camping with my daughter and with my son and and, you you can even see with other dads the differences of how they interact and Mm such so it's just it it is an interesting dynamic to have and and i feel very lucky to have a boy and have a girl yeah yeah one of each um you know so that's really lucky and and so i wanted to just share some of the things that i feel are really important you know it's things that i've i feel strongly about Mm -hmm. um in how i approach um, also what I've learned in that sense too, because I can't say that it's just all been perfect. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as we know with any oh, of these sure. things. Yeah. Um, and so this is how to be a dad to a daughter. Mm-hmm. It sounded like I was going to like tell a story. <laughs> this is how to be, yeah. Um, so here's the first thing, focus on her internal value. And what I mean by that is when you are praising or complimenting her, Make it about what is on the inside. Mm-hmm. You can compliment her on how nice she is to other people and how she treats them. You know, how helpful she is, her abilities or, you know, how she shows strength, What, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, different things. Mm-hmm. If you're going to comment on something externally, then do it on something that she has a choice of. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, an example might be like, oh, I, you know, I really like your shoes or that shirt's so colorful. I love that shirt. You know, she had a choice in those. Mm-hmm. She made the choice of choosing those things. And so you're, you're, you know, you're complimenting when you compliment her on something she doesn't have a choice of her smile, her hair, her, her, you know, her eyes, her mm-hmm. features, how beautiful, whatever you are you're judging something on that. She doesn't have a choice of. Yeah. So now I, I know people have comments on this. Because sure. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that I wouldn't say that, Oh yes, you know, you look wonderful. You look whatever, mm. but in general, you really want to focus on the inside rather than the outside. Yeah. And that's the key word there. Focus. I mean, it doesn't mean you don't do the other things. It means that you're honing in on that more and trying to extract that a lot more. Right. 
Well, and so here's what I would say. Um, ask yourself this question. What do you want her to value? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and do you want her to value her outward appearance or, you know, who she is as a person? So what I can say, and, and I think this is a fairly strong statement, is that if you make it about who she is as a person, she will be more likely to be okay with her external appearance. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work in reverse. Right. Which yeah. is, think about that. Yeah, it's true. You know, if you're going to focus on her outward appearance, that is not going to help her feel good about who she is inside. Sure. Yeah. You know, and we see that and in, in, in the manifestation of that. Mm-hmm. Um, next, be mindful of your limiting beliefs. So we are often guilty of putting limitations on them without realizing that. Mm-hmm. And here's what I mean. So there are some differences in genetics and hormones at an early stage that we know of. I mean, we can we can see this as an example. Boys have stronger visual spatial abilities. So that you might see them like pushing a car or pushing a car, climbing. Mm-hmm. This has to do with, you know, they actually have those things that develop a little bit faster. Yeah. Um, whereas a girl, whereas girls are often better at verbal tasks or understanding emotions. Mm-hmm. I mean, even at an early age, it's just that it's that development is different mm-hmm. often. So how do, so what do we do is we end up reinforcing those behaviors instead of stripping them away. Mm, yeah. And so what we do is we see that our boy likes to, climb likes to push a car around likes to do whatever. And so we give him a push cart or we give him a a car. We give it, you know, that's what we do. Yeah. Whereas our daughter is looking at like playing with something that's speaking or a doll or something. So we give her a doll, Mm -hmm. you know, because she has that emotion. She wants a baby in her hand or, Mm -hmm. you know, and so what we end up doing is reinforcing that behavior Mm -hmm. and we don't realize it because it's like, no, my daughter loves dolls and my son loves trucks. And Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, but (laughs) you could put a doll in front of your son. And Mm -hmm. if you did that from a very early age, he would like a doll. Mm -hmm. Like it's just how it works. Yeah. Um, and, but no, that he gravitated towards that. Yes, he would. You're yeah. right. Boys have a tendency to gravitate to, and it is a genetic and hormonal thing. Sure. It's just that's the reality. Mm-hmm. So there is a little bit of, you know, nature versus nurture in that sense, and mm-hmm. like how you know we do that. But what we end up doing is. You know, wrestling with our sons, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, and, oh, yeah. and, you know, and, and you brought this up a while back with like the playtime and you kind of you tend mm-hmm. to be a little bit more, you know, I would say rougher for lack of a right. better word with your son more, more. Um, yeah. Why uh, is physical? that? Physical <laughs> because you think he could take it. But then you're like, well, daughter could probably take it, right. too. She probably wants to rough house a little bit, too. And just but that's fun. just it. We thinking. The boy is stronger and can mm-hmm. take it or whatever. Like eventually, yes. They, yeah. you know, and in yeah. your case, it's, it's also younger versus older. So the boy sure. is older. So, you know, that's a natural thing, too. So, right. Yeah. So the end result for that is do not limit what she can do and be mindful of that, mm-hmm. like of putting those limitations on her by providing her those exterior things. Mm-hmm. And the way that I kind of looked at it was like, it didn't matter. I tried very hard too. like you said, I have a, a daughter that's younger, mm-hmm. but you know, whether it was a sport or it was the, the way they play, 
I really tried to be equal. Yeah. And it, and I can tell you, it's not easy. Sure. It's not an easy thing because just stuff creeps into your mind. Oh, sure. Thinking about like it. Generations of stereotypes yeah, but, have come down. But it's it's true. I mean, my my daughter is in martial arts with my son. They're mm-hmm. at the same level. They do, you know, and that was part of that was to try to, you know, granted, she's at the same level and two years younger. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. We don't think about that like the, that there's more pressure. There's sure. all kinds of stuff that she's dealing with yeah. that he didn't have to. Right. You know, he, at that age. He might even be a lot because he's physically bigger. Right. He might have right. a different advantage. A reach. Right. So it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of interesting, yeah. um, you know, when I look at it that way. Um, but so that's just it. Don't, don't limit what she can do. The next is teach her that she is in control. So she is in charge of herself. She's in control of her body. She's in control of her emotions. And let's let's first start with the control of her body. So teaching your daughter that she gets to choose who she gives affection to. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting because having a son, it's sort of like we say some of the same things, but we don't treat it the same way. And mm-hmm. part of that is because society doesn't treat it the same way. Mm-hmm. And so with her... You have to be very clear that just like a boy, she is in control. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that you have to ingrain that. It's like you have complete control who you give affection to. Yeah. You have complete control who you want to hold hands with mm-hmm. or who you kiss or who you do whatever. That is your decision and your control. And that's a very, very specific thing that, you know, I think we need to let make sure that our daughters know that. Yeah. Um, and nobody else gets to control that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just. You decide. That's it. And so for emotions, um, same thing is, you know, you get to control what they mean. You get to control how things affect you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did a video. I'm not sure if we did a podcast. We probably did on that. But everyone else is responsible for my happiness. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and it goes over that concept in pretty great detail. It's it, it, it's teaching you that you are in control of your emotions. Other people do not get con- get to control you. Right. And, you know, what they say, what they do, everything, it, it doesn't matter. It's, it's you have that decision. So I think the most important thing out of all this is sort of is, you know, to be that example, mm-hmm. you know, and we always say monkey see, monkey do is you, you need to treat her and her mother regardless of whether you're with her or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but how, I should say how you treat her and how you treat her mother really affects and defines who she becomes. Yeah. And it affects her views on men, whether yeah. she decides if, whether she's with men or not with men. Sure. It doesn't matter. It's the view of men. Yeah. And that has an effect on right. Yeah. How she relates to the, opposite how the, she relates to the opposite sex. Yeah. And so, um, you want to provide her that positive role model so that the view is a positive thing, Mm -hmm. you know? And so that we don't have those clashes of, you know, the men versus the women. Right. Right. Um, You know, and we, we try to make that very, very equal, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and it's some of it, obviously, you know, going into like more of an analysis is, is has a lot I'm sure to do with the mom as well as the mom will affect, you know, the demeanor or, or other things. Like as an example, my wife is very strong. She's, mm-hmm. she's a very, both physically yeah. and, you know, just mentally. And so, and, and she has a presence about her that I think my daughter has, you know, is similar, mm-hmm. you know, where she is confident. She, 
is able to hold, you know, handle herself and mm-hmm. situation. And so, you know, and that's, that's the role model that she provides. And mm-hmm. so for me, it is also important that I display that and show her that that is acceptable. That's how she needs to be, you know, all of those things. And yeah. so when you have both parents emphasizing that, I think that's really, yeah, that's where you can do it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, without, sacrificing things you mm-hmm. know people i know because on the other side they say was sacrificing feminism you know f- uh, feminism mm-hmm. you know or sacrificing the the softness that a woman can bring mm-hmm. and that's true i mean because there are differences we're not going to say there's no differences between men and women mm-hmm. you know they provide a tremendous value in the dynamic of the relationship so but it's not that you can't have this if you have one it doesn't mean you give up the other mm-hmm you know, right. When you are a strong, opinionated, whatever, male or female, it doesn't mean you can't be sensitive. Correct. You know, yeah. and so that's the part where people have to understand one does not preclude the other. Right. Yeah. So you can be dynamic. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Diversify your emotions. Exactly. Um, and if you have questions, comments, rebuttals. I don't know. Criticism. <laughs> Take it somewhere else. No. Uh, Alan, what should they do? They should email us podcast at daduniversity.com. Hit us up on, on our social networks, the Twitters, the Facebook. I don't know why I pluralize Twitters. Um, Instagram. Are we on MySpace? And, uh, MySpace. <laughs> your space. <laughs> And uh, take it to the other ones, the ones that are actually active. And also, um, if you go to YouTube, uh, please subscribe to that channel. And uh, Jason has a lot of great videos besides the Dad University podcast. Um, there's a lot of great tutorials and such up there. And um, if you're listening to us right now, you're giving it this far, please subscribe to that channel and um, and leave us a five-star review or a thumbs up or some kind of comment to help perpetuate the show. We would really appreciate that. This is why we do it. Awesome. Alan, as always, thank you. Thank you. And we will see you next time. See you next time.